If I offered to personally help you get your coloring book idea out of your head and into your hands in the next 30 days, using the exact same process that helped me create and publish my first book in five days, then leverage my status as a newly published author to launch and leverage it to create two additional income streams in less than six months, allowing me to make more money faster than relying solely on one-off book sales on Amazon or Etsy. And I did it with no formal art training or prior design experience. Would you be interested? Hi, my name is Rodney, creator of the Coloring Book Creator Podcast. My first coloring book, Never Too Late to Make It Happen, inspired me to launch my first paid membership community and online course and coaching program that has helped over a dozen first-time authors create and publish over 30 titles and counting while opening the door for a portfolio of additional income streams like launching a subscription box landing paid speaking opportunities and offline teaching positions, and creating online courses and paid workshops. So the only question is, are you next? If you answered yes, shoot me a text to 415-851-1222. Again, that's 415-851-1222 and says, yes, I heard you on the podcast and I'll respond within 24 hours with details on how to take advantage of this offer. Talk soon. Because money is energy. Creativity is energy. It's all the same energy and it runs through us during our creative process. But once something starts to feel too transactional or conditional, like asking someone to purchase our work, that can open up the door for potential judgment, criticism, and rejection. And let's face it, who wants to deal with that? I know I certainly don't. But if that's what we fear deep inside, asking for the sale is where we'll start to shut down. You're listening to the Coloring Book Creator Podcast, episode 36. And in this episode, I'm going to talk about the number one reason why creatives struggle to make money, and it has nothing to do with the economy. So stay tuned. Now, before we get started, I don't know if you had an opportunity opportunity to check out my special 10-part podcast series called Validate Your Coloring Book Idea Before You Make It. If you haven't, and you haven't produced your first book, I highly recommend it because I designed the series to accompany a special book creator idea prep kit that includes a 10-part roadmap and workbook, along with a bonus library of special design tutorials to help you not only figure out your book idea, but find a sellable one and get started getting it out into market before you even create it. So again, to listen to that series right here on the podcast, I highly recommend you start at episode number 26 through episodes 35. But I've also created a nicely packaged container that includes access to a 10-part roadmap, plus the bonus tutorials, and all of the episodes in one convenient place. Now, to get all of that package, go to mycoloringbookidea.com, enter your name and information, and you'll be directed to a page where you can go to access that convenient place where everything is all available for you there. Now, again, to get that full package, go to mycoloringbookidea.com. Now, for this episode, I want to talk about something that for some might feel a little uncomfortable, but we're all entrepreneurs here, right? So, you know, of course, if that's you or you aspire to be one, even if you're just starting out your little publishing empire, and even at this point, it's just a side hustle, you really want to listen up to this episode because 
If you're in business, no no matter if it's full-time, part-time, whatever, if you're in business, your business must make money. Otherwise, it's a hobby. And if that's your aim, there's no shame in that at all. But even if you just want to make a few extra bucks to, say, pay a bill or two or start a savings or take that long overdue trip, whatever it is, it is more than possible to make money publishing your coloring books, journals, planners, or perhaps you even have a vision to write a book someday. Free program that I just mentioned at the top of the episode, but also in my paper, the Coloring Book Creator Mentor Program. I know this for a fact, that what will prevent you from making the money you deserve is your mindset. I know that might sound a bit cliche, but I can tell you from personal experience that it's 100% true, which is why I titled this episode, The Number One Reason Why Creatives Struggle to Make Money. And it has nothing to do with the economy. You see, as creatives, we can get completely swept away in our creative process. I mean, we're creatives. That's what we do. But something happens when it comes to sharing our creations with the world. More specifically, when it comes time to invite someone to invest in our work. More often than not, when that moment arises, or even the mere thought, we tend to go radio silent. And that's a problem, especially if your dream is to be paid and perhaps someday make a full-time or part-time income from your books, from your work. What inspired this episode is I am reading, or more accurately, should I say, listening to a fantastic audiobook called You Are a Badass at Making Money by Jen Sincero. And I highly recommend this book. The author, a former freelance writer turned multiple times published New York Times bestselling author and life coach, shares her very poignant and witty take on the internal blocks and blinders that we can put on that keeps us from experiencing more wealth. And not just from a financial perspective, but from the importance of growing and maintaining a healthy attitude and perspective about money as we generate it and opening us up to be able to go for more. One of the exercises that I found most valuable is the one where she invites the reader to write a letter to money. I promise you, you will get tremendous value from this exercise. Even if you just do this one and nothing else, you'll get tremendous value out of that. Because writing a letter will tell you how you feel about money. Like really feel about it, because according to the author, the reason why so many people, not just creatives, but I'm going to frame this for us as creatives, why we struggle to make money is because we have so many internal conflicts around it. I mean, we love it and we need it, but either we hate what we feel we have to do to get it, which leads to resentment or fear that we won't, we won't have enough of it. So we'll do everything in our power to limit how much we have to actually deal with it. I'll share an example. I have a really good friend that I've had for many years, and I've heard him say this many times. He says, money will trick you into believing that when you have it, it will always be there. I finally began to understand the underlying fear and concern of that statement. 
Because what I realized what my friend is really saying is that you can't trust money. You can't rely on it. It will lull you into a false sense of security and abandon you when you need it most. Pretty loaded, right? One can only imagine how those deep-seated feelings like that can go for years, if not lifetimes, unchallenged, and it will impact your daily decisions when it comes to creating more money. I mean, think about it. If you feel you can't trust money, that it will only disappoint and ultimately run out on you when you need it most, why would you ask someone to purchase, say, your coloring book or sign up for your workshop or your class? or buy your artwork, or whatever it is that you're doing, anything that requires the exchange of money. And why would you do the things that could attract buyers for your creative products? For an example, build your website, start growing an email list, show up on social media, create your next book and or spinoff products, i.e. products, courses, programs. Reach out to that influencer or podcaster that could put you in front of hundreds, if not thousands of people who could purchase your books or whatever creative product or service you created, or even hire that coach or take that class or workshop. All of the things that we do or more to the point not do is all tied to how we feel about the money, either the lack of it or that we won't be able to keep it or we have to do something we don't want to do to get it or what have you. All of that's tied to that. The bottom line is, if you're feeling conflicted, you're going to experience conflicted results. Now, Jen Sincero goes on to say, is if you want to know how you feel about money, and more importantly, how money feels about you, go look at your bank account. Personally, as creatives, I believe we tend to be more sensitive than most. And I don't mean from a weak perspective, but we tend to feel things more deeply. And our feelings are generally channeled and expressed through freely through our creative outlet of choice. But that's also where it stops because money is energy. Creativity is energy. It's all the same energy and it runs through us during our creative process. But once something starts to feel too transactional or conditional, like asking someone to purchase our work, that can open up the door for potential judgment, criticism, and rejection. And let's face it, who wants to deal with that? I know I certainly don't. But if that's what we fear deep inside, asking for the sale is where we'll start to shut down. Recently, I did a poll inside my Coloring Book Creator Live Facebook group, and one of the highest scoring issues that came up was, I hesitate talking about my products, programs, and services because I don't want to seem like I'm hustling for business. That was voted on more than any of the other responses to that poll. And it was that poll that inspired me to actually go out and find Jen's book. Actually, I've known about Jen's book for years, but I finally decided to get the audio iteration of it and listen to it because it all ties in together. Now, think about that. If you hesitate to talk about your products, your books, your programs, your services, your classes, your workshops, your artwork, whatever it is, because you don't want to appear or seem like you're hustling for business, 
that's, that speaks volumes. That says it all. So therefore, if you're struggling to connect with people, if you're struggling to use that same creative energy and passion to be able to find new and inventive and fresh ways to connect with people and just share what you created without feeling like you're begging, without feeling like you're hustling people, because that's not what you're doing. You're sharing your work. And if they enjoy it and they want to purchase it, sell it to them. So if you're struggling in that area, think about that. This is something that there's some underlying issue going on there that is coming up for you and it's below the surface. It's not always conscious. It's more of a feeling that comes up, which is in your subconscious. And when that starts to take hold, it makes us start to pull back. We start to go quiet. We don't want to show things. We don't want to ask for things. We don't want to seem like we're being vulnerable in any kind of way. So it's a feeling, not necessarily a conscious thought that we say, I'm not going to offer my work. I'm not going to try to sell my book or whatever I'm trying to do. It's a feeling that comes up that is uncomfortable. It feels uncomfortable and in it, and inherently wrong in some way. And if that's what you're struggling with, there could that's a really strong indicator that there's an underlying subconscious issue that's going on there that's impacting the way you feel and impacting the choices that you make and the actions that you take or not take. Because this is the bottom line. The very nature of doing business is to put ourselves and our work out into the world because if no one can see it, they can't buy it. Think of it this way. Think about the last time you went to the market to purchase something you really needed. And let's say the store was out of that item. Then perhaps, but you really needed it. So perhaps you'll go to two or three more stores trying to locate what you're looking for, but you still can't find it. And then you finally decide, okay, I'll just go online and order it. For this example, let's say you're searching for a particular brand of pet food. And it has to be that specific brand or flavor. Otherwise, you know, your cat or your dog, they won't eat. If that's the case, you'll move heaven and earth to find that particular product, right? Now, think about that for a moment. And then ask yourself this question. Do you think that the manufacturer of that said brand of pet food is being sheepish about marketing their product? Because if they were sheepish about it, if they didn't tell the world about it, it's for you to buy some of it, to try it with your with your furry friend, to find out that they really like it more all to the point that they won't even eat anything else. If they didn't put it out there in the world, you wouldn't even know it existed. It is no different for us as creatives. Creating products that we want people to purchase from us, multiple people to purchase from us, means we have to get it out in the world. And that means we must invite potential customers to invest in what we have to offer by selling our products and services and asking for money. The alternative is to allow internal blocks to hold us back, because when we do that, we dramatically slow down or worse, stop our flow, resulting in hurting two people, ourselves and the person looking for what we have to offer. Now, ask yourself, does that sound fair to you? So I'll leave you with this. 
If you struggle with maintaining motivation to sell your work, be it your books, artwork, classes, workshops, seriously consider exploring your money stuff, your beliefs around money, more specifically, those feelings that you have around it. And I invite you to check out Jen Chinchero's book, You Are a Badass at Making Money. It was definitely an eye-opener for me. And before I go, I'll share um, a, a little retention tip that I picked up from one of my business mentors. Consider investing in both the audio version of the book on Audible, as well as either the digital or the physical print iteration of the book. And then listen to the audio version as you're reading the physical version or digital version in your hand. In my experience, you'll get through the content not only faster, but you'll retain more of it. I also highly recommend investing in a good quality journal because the author concludes each chapter with simple exercise, mantras, and or affirmations, and you want a nice place to write down your thoughts and your feelings. Now, lastly, before I wrap this episode, I wanted to share something with you. I'm planning, I'm not quite sure yet, either a one or two day workshop slash boot camp in the coming weeks based on one of my most downloaded episodes of this podcast. It's episode 22, make your first 1K or more with coloring books without relying on Amazon. If you haven't listened, go check that out. I'll put the link in the show notes. And if you're interested in getting more information about the workshop bootcamp, send me a DM on either Facebook or Instagram and put in the message, just say 1K workshop. That way I know you're interested. And again, I'll put the links to both my Instagram and my Facebook direct messages inside of the show notes here. In interest of full transparency, I want to let you know now that I will be charging a nominal fee to attend this workshop bootcamp. Uh, but you will get the recordings and any bonus additional materials that I provide with it, if, even if you can't attend live. So again, I feel like that this episode here, in conjunction with episode 22, can start giving you some ideas. But I, I'm gonna, I, I really can't emphasize this enough because this was such an eye opener for me. If there's, do that exercise where you write that letter to money. It's going to really tell you how you really feel on a deeper level about money and your feelings impact your fit, your, your decisions and your actions. I think it's one of the most powerful exercises that I've ever heard. And I think it, and when you listen to Jen speak about it in the book, you'll get it on an even deeper level. So I recommend checking out her book. I recommend checking out. If you don't want to read, you can also check it out on Audible. I'll put the links in the show notes. And check out episode number 22, uh, How to Make Your First One Care More with Coloring Books. And if you're interested in the upcoming boot camp, let me know you're interested by DMing me on Facebook and Instagram. And in the message, just say 1K Workshop. That way I know you're interested and I'll get back to you to let you know the dates and how much it's going to be and all of that. So I look forward to... Uh, taking this conversation even further and having you walk away with some clarity around what you're going to create to generate that income and an action plan to get you moving. So that's the plan for this workshop slash bootcamp. All righty. So that's all I have for you on this episode here. I hope that you got a lot of value out of it. Do connect with me in the Coloring Book Creator Live Facebook group. I've also have the link here in the show notes for that. Let me know what you thought about what I shared today. Let me know if you were able to pick up Jen's book and what ahas and insights that you got out of it. 
I'd love to hear about that too. And if we do the workshop, workshop slash bootcamp, I would love to have you there so we can continue this conversation and actually have you walk away with clarity and a blueprint plan that you can put into place to actually start to generate the money that you so richly deserve for the creativity that lives within you. So this is Rodney Washington, your host, signing off, and I'll see you on the next episode. Take care.